Welcome to Pencil Leadership. I'm Chris Anderson, success and lifestyle entrepreneur, and I'm on a mission to help you realize your full potential so you can leave a positive mark on the world. So if you're ready, take out your pencils and let's begin. And if you want to make a difference in the lives of others, share this episode, go over to Apple Podcasts and follow us there to leave a positive rating and review. And together we can leave a bigger positive mark on the world. Welcome back to another recording of Pencil Leadership. I am Chris Anderson, your host, and today we're going to be talking with the CEO and founder of Trade Matrix, which is a platform for investors on one stop shop, basically to help investors out there. And I'm excited to dive into you know that journey and then what it took to start that. So we have today James Schinberger on the show today. So welcome to the Pencil Leadership, James. Yeah, thanks for having me, Chris. You know, it's pretty cool to be here. You know, Trade Matrix started about a year and a half ago, and we're getting ready to launch here, hopefully in the summer. So awesome! A lot of building up towards the launch, then coming out. So, what made you want to start Trade Matrix or get it going? Yeah, so when I started working about you know six, seven years ago, like when I got my first career job, I understood the importance of like compound investing. So I really just kind of treated it as a bill. You know, I looked at what are my actual bills and then how much can I do without. And every time I got a paycheck, I just automatically deposited that into an account and had it automatically invest into like some sort of fund. Uh, And I did that for like a year or two. And then I started dabbling in like, you know, individual stocks and stuff like that. You know, and over time, I kind of started talking with my family. I talked with my friends, a lot of my coworkers, people that were all investing different things. And, you know, I found that a lot of us would talk about stuff and then we would kind of get the same holdings. You know, we would like use each other's research and knowledge to kind of buy stuff for at least our long-term investments. So, you know, I started working out like in a lab and then I moved over to IT like four and a half years ago. So I learned how to code and kind of dove deep into that. So between my investing experience and coding, you know, I always knew that I wanted to own my own business. And then I got, you know, an MBA and I realized that, you know, at some point I just have to go for it. I was kind of like hoping for this aha moment, like, oh, you know, this is it. Right. And, you know, I think when I was getting my MBA, I was like, at some point, I think you just have to pick something and go for it. So I chose that, you know, it was something I was pretty passionate about. You know, I like the idea that if I got like a mobile app, I could potentially go in and maybe add features on my own and at least learn how to develop code for that. So, yeah, that was like November of 2020. And I started doing a ton of research and reaching out to various companies for the development and marketing and stuff like that and hired a company and incorporated the business back in January of 2021. And it's been in development ever since. So you know, really the goal is to help people kind of learn different strategies on how they can trade or invest. You know, investing is really long-term, more long-term where trading is, you know, short-term. So that's kind of my goal. I know in like the financial and fintech industry, there's so many like crypto scams and there's so many people out there that are just like trying to get people's money. They're selling courses and stuff. And Mm -hmm. and even in the markets, you know, there's a ton of manipulation, you know, like where do you go to read an article about what's the best stock to add to your long-term portfolio. You know, you just don't know who's manipulating the market. You just don't know who's putting out quality information. So my whole goal with this is really to follow people that you trust and kind of build off of their knowledge and incorporate it into your own and then share your knowledge with other people. Kind of do it all within this social network that I'm creating. That's awesome. And I think, yeah, we can 
do so much more together when we can learn from one another, kind of like what you were saying, how you and your friends were doing, kind of using each other's research and knowledge and, you know, taking the benefit of that. And now with Trade Matrix, you're bringing everyone together to help one another. I think it's a really cool platform, cool idea. But, and you mentioned during that, talking about your journey with it, that you knew you wanted to have your own business, your own thing. What made you like always want to have your own business or your own thing? I would definitely attribute that like to my dad. He owns a plastering and stucco company. I know like he moved out when he was like 14 or 15 along with his older brother. And, you know, he really had to build from the ground up. He worked seven days a week and he put all this time into a plastering and stucco company and he became very successful with that. You know, I liked the fact that he could work as hard as he wanted. He worked very hard. He still works very hard, but he does it like on his own terms and he does it because like it's his own business. And I just kind of like that, you know, like being able to like manage your own time and kind of have something that's like really your own. Like that's what makes me want to do it. I don't necessarily want to be like beholden to someone else or some large yeah. corporation for the rest of my life. And some people do, and that's totally fine. You know, there's a lot of security in that. For me mm-hmm. personally, I want to be out there and like lead, you know, like I want to have something that's my own that I can grow and I can be responsible for the success or failure of. Yeah, I think that's a good point because that's kind of the same reason that I wanted to get into entrepreneurship, just and have the ability you trade working 40 hours a week in a job to working 80 hours in your own thing to get it going and, and things like that. But with that is the benefit of scheduling your own time. Like I don't have to ask anyone if I want to take a vacation or take time off right. or whatever my schedule is. Like it's whatever I want it to be. And yeah, you might at the upfront put more hours into it and more time. But the enjoyment and like the joy that comes from it is there versus if you were just in a regular job for people who want to have their own thing. So I think that's a crucial part. So with that, so far on your journey with it, and maybe you saw some of this with your dad, if you haven't with yourself yet, what were some challenges that you've come across so far building Trade Matrix or that you've seen your dad have? Yeah. So with Trade Matrix specifically, by the time I kind of like was older and knew what was going on, I feel like my dad kind of had it locked in. He still obviously, you know, struggles with maybe a job he has to go back to clients trying to undercut him after they already signed a contract, you know, stuff like that. But with Trade Matrix, you know, this was my first business. And obviously, like when you're doing something, I guess, based over the internet, there's a whole other range of things to learn. Really, my first struggle was development was very expensive. So I had to kind of negotiate a cost down and I was able to kind of figure out a solid plan that fit within my budget with a company that I trusted. Now, unfortunately, like I really liked that company, but wasn't 100% clear on like what that entailed. So I'm pretty much like the primary tester right now. So this company is like they're building a great app and they're pushing out all these features. But the issue is, is like, I guess, because we negotiated that I was going to go cheaper because of my budget. I wasn't this Uh huge company. I didn't have funding. You know, I kind of have to test all those features. So that's point one. That's kind of delaying the app. And, you know, I don't think they were expecting it, but people call me a perfectionist. And so, you know, they'll release something. They'll be like, oh, it's ready to launch. And I'm like, no, no, it's (laughs) not. You know, that's really point one. Point two was I was so eager i guess or so anxious i don't know the right word to like get it launched right Mm -hmm. i was like i have to get this launched and i think that led to some poor business decisions 
I wanted to do everything right, you know? So yeah, yeah. like I have a lawyer, I have insurance already. I hired a marketing company and that was just, oh my gosh, <laughs> gave up a lot of money because of the marketing company, you know? And once I decided to kind of take the pressure off me, I'm just going to focus on building a good app, you know, quality app that's user-friendly. Mm. And try not to like press so hard on like when it's going to launch because that led to me losing a lot of my marketing budget and spending things on stuff like I didn't need. Like I didn't need a business city license when it's an internet company. You know what I mean? But like that's the stuff you don't know when you start a business for the first time, you know, I don't have, I don't have funding. So like these are all things that I'm figuring out on my own. There's definitely some hurdles in that, but no, it's been cool. I've enjoyed the whole process and I'm excited. It's, you know, hopefully coming to a close in the sense of where I'll actually have the app launched. Yeah. It's the hurdles and, you know, things that you don't even think of when you're starting a business or starting to launch anything new, it can be daunting. And that's probably why a lot of people don't stick with it because it can be so daunting and overwhelming and discouraging at times, even because you're like, Oh wait, it's going to cost that much to do that. Or, Oh, we had a setback. So now I have to pay extra, you know, to get fixed. Like, so all those things I think are good to point out that it's not going to be smooth. It's not going to be easy. There's going to be some sacrifice has to be made. But the end, the end goal, the end results will be worth it since you're doing it right and everything like that. I wonder, did your dad give you any good pointers along the way? I know it's because he's brick and mortar kind of business and you're an online kind of app yeah. differences, but. I mean, some, he could only really give me so much. Like he helped me figure out like to incorporate it and maybe the tax stuff, maybe some of the bookkeeping kind of like the general stuff that you have with every business, but everything else is like on me. I just started doing advertising for his company. Cause he's like, you know, you're, you know, like this internet stuff and I don't, you know, but really, I don't know. Like the one thing I got from my dad is like work hard, right? Work hard and it'll work out. Second thing is if you're working hard, don't ever be afraid to ask for your money. Right. Like there are people that like, you know, maybe they work for a small business and they don't get their check on time and they don't say anything about it kind of tying into like the whole business thing, right? Like where that helped with trade matrix is like that ties into like, if you're paying for something, don't be afraid to get what you're paying for. Exactly. You know what I mean? I've been like very hard on my developers. I've been like negotiating with a ton of different people to like bring my costs down Mm -hmm. and help them help me because it's a small business, you know? So yeah. (laughs) That's good stuff to learn and be kind of taught because yeah, sometimes I feel like, a lot of entrepreneurs, or at least ones I've talked to, you know, they have good hearts. They like to treat people right. And so it's sometimes hard for them to, you know, kind of be a little bit more upfront and like, hey, this is what we talked about. Like, we're not there. What's going on? Because it seems like it could come off as like brash or, or whatever, hurtful or anything. So I think that's important to remember that sometimes you do have to kind of you know, put your foot in the ground and be that sort of, hey, this is what we said. This is what needs to be done. If not, we need to maybe talk about how to change that or go different ways. Right. And being able to do that, I think it's huge, right? To be able to pivot possibly if it's not working out, say, hey, thanks for what you've done so far, but just not go in the direction we need to. We got to go with someone else kind of thing. Well, that's the thing, you know, I think so many people don't realize that you're going to have to pivot. You know, like with that, the first marketing company I hired, like I said, I was so rushed to get this thing launched. And my developers are like, oh, we might, this was a year ago. They're like, we might be ready to launch in two months. So I'm like, oh, I got to get the marketing company. I got to make sure the website's good. I got to get, you know, all the content created and the copy created for my ads and this and that. And the way the marketing company works is like you sign a six month contract and then every month you pay money 
Mm-hmm. You pay like a flat fee for the platform and then everything else goes towards like the content and this and that. Well, I go, okay, I don't want, I want to make sure all my money, my marketing budget is like in this company. So I don't spend it elsewhere. So like rather than do month to month, I like gave them all my marketing budget and guess what happened? A year later, we're still not launched and I've spent a year paying a monthly platform fee for a platform I don't use for ads that aren't running because I'm not going to run the ads now for a product that's not out. So in the sense of pivot, I've talked to them so many times and I finally got them to like stop charging me for the platform. But what was happening is just eating away at my content budget. And so I reached out to like other advertisers and, you know, I pivoted in the sense of like, okay, maybe you're not going to run ads, but like use my money that you have now rather than spend it on the platform, just like create videos and stuff for me to use mm-hmm. for ads. So yeah, you know, you kind of go into everything thinking you know, what's going to happen and like, yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't ever really work out that way, you know? Right. You have that plan and then everything starts. You're like, oh, there goes that plan. I got to work something else out. And I think that's so true with what you're saying. I mean, I realized that when I started or I've learned since I started as well, you know, back in 2020, what you actually need to do and worry about is different than what you think at the beginning you'll need. You know, like maybe we don't need to run Google ads or Facebook ads right now. Like what's the most important thing to move that needle to keep the business running. And then as you scale, then you can implement the next step, kind of the upgrade. I always see it because I'm kind of like, obviously a Marvel nerd. If you're looking on video here, I got a Captain America show behind me, but like in those games or in those movies, like there's points where they're at certain levels and then they unlock more of their abilities or they get an upgrade in costume. It's like, that's kind of how I see a business is, you know, you start out and you have this potential power, you can use it and, you know, you might not understand how to do everything right away, but as you're getting, better then you can improve by getting that next shield or getting that next suit or whatever it is to upgrade and that's kind of how i see it is you've got to take the steps and then you get to that point where you get rewarded and are able to upgrade the business right and like if i could start over like i would only spend money on like the administrative stuff like the licenses and stuff and maybe insurance but other than that i wouldn't do anything else until i had an app launched You know, I was so like narrow minded in the sense of like, when the app launches, I have to run ads the week before I have to run ads, you know, for the month after it launches and continue to run ads. And I need to get as many people in there as physically possible as soon as possible. And like, really, that's not the reality. The reality is like, no, you need a product. Yeah. (laughs) And then you bring people to it. You know what I mean? But like, I, you know, and so that just kind of led to just being very quick to jump on things. And, you know, looking back, that probably wasn't the best decision, you know, but it's all right. It's the learning process. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it made me better because of it. So now I'm just focused on getting it launched. You know, it looks really good. I'm very excited about it, but it's been a process. Yeah. Did you do any like beta testers or get feedback from people before kind of you started creating it? Not necessarily before I started creating it, but like along the way, I've given people different links. I'm a part of like several Facebook groups and Discord communities with people that are like active traders that have like a large following. And so I get them to go into the app and kind of tell me what they think. But yeah, I mean, they like it. I mean, there's other products out there that are similar, but there's nothing quite like it. You know what I mean? I hear about like discords all the time, sharing knowledge and doing all that things. But I don't know if I actually know any of like actual apps 
that are doing what like you're creating to do? Yeah, there are a few, but I consider myself and in the last year, I've gotten very into like trading, like options and day trading and swing trading and getting more involved in these communities kind of started off because like I wanted to learn more as my app was being developed. But now it's like become sort of a passion of mine. So anyway, there are other products out there like beyond Discord. There's other like social networks for investors, but. I found that even like with my experience, and I'm not a professional, right? But I have more probably than the average person. They're overwhelming, you know, like you go in and it seems like they're all catered to professionals and almost all of them link to like your actual brokerage account. So like there's a security point, right? And they're pulling in information from your brokerage account. A lot of them only cover one market. You know, my app is designed, it's going to cover stocks and crypto. But it's designed to add any market data that I can put in the future. You know, so we're talking like foreign exchange currency, commodities, funds, options, futures, anything. Right. And that's how I wanted to design it, because if you're trading commodities and I'm just trading stocks, but like I trust you, I can follow you on it and learn your strategy and then eventually maybe get into a different market. And then what's unique about mine is it's pulling in real time data. So like on every post that you make, if I post about, you know, Tesla stock on my post, it's going to pull in the real time price of Tesla, where like Discord it acts as like an alert service where I could follow you and you say like, hey, I bought this stock or this option at this price, right? Well, my app does the same thing. But it'll say I bought this at this price. This is why. And then below it is going to show the actual price of it. So it's like, okay, is it still at the same price? Is it, you know, 10% higher? Is it 10% lower? So like, that's something unique about it too. And probably the biggest thing is, you know, I created this, you know, like the whole app is free for people to use, but everyone can go in and set like a subscription price for their profile and that's their cool. posts. So I could say, you know, it's $10 a month to follow my premium posts. Oh, I see. Yeah. And every time I make a post, I can choose if it's premium or non-premium. So if it's non-premium, everyone that follows me and subscribes to me is going to get to see it. But if it's premium, only the people that have subscribed to me get to see it. Whereas the people that follow me and anyone else on the app that might see it, there's like a box and it will say like James purchased or James sold something. James has an opinion on something, but you need to subscribe to see what it is. Gotcha. Okay. So it's like a paywall for each individual within the app. Now I'm guessing the app will take a percentage of. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cool. And so it's really designed for, I mean, cause there's already so much of this out there, you know, like you can pay $50 a month in a discord community and you can get like alerts, right. On who's buying what and why, you know, different classes for strategies and all that. But it's really designed. Like you can go in there, you can bring your following in there with you on hopefully what what other people think is a better platform and you can create a business on there you know so it's more than just trading and making money right like you're sharing your knowledge with people and if you're good enough and you have a following right you're making additional income from that Mm -hmm. yeah no i like that system it's a pretty cool way to go about it so i think i mean it's exciting just like you're hearing people's ideas and their visions and i always try to see the possibility i think there's a lot there with it now do you see i wonder just curious if know where we're headed in the world i mean this is may 2022 how do you see the launch going if things kind of keep going the way they look in a negative direction for markets you see that hindering your launch or not really it could potentially be good okay 
I mean, look at, so like the COVID, the COVID crash, right? When the COVID pandemic happened, like the markets crashed and people lost their jobs, right? Like so many people lost their jobs and like that increased the number of investors and day traders like by a huge amount. That's when you started getting like Wall Street bets and the Ape Army and all that. And these people like these meme stocks, right? And even high school kids, they're trading in custodial accounts. I know 19 year olds with almost a million dollar accounts. So you have like so many people getting involved in like investing and trading. And what happened with COVID was so many people were home, whether they're not in school or they lost their jobs or they're teleworking that they're like, let's take on this additional way to make more income. So, you know, that really kind of brought when the market came back up, a lot of people made money, even people that had no experience, right? Yeah. So that like hooked them into it. Yeah. So specifically, like that's like the Discord community really grew for at least like these stock analysts, you know, educational Discord communities. So, you know, I think if the market continues to go down, get a recession, people get laid off, whatever the case may be. And, you know, I think more people might turn to the markets. Because one, if you're buying long term, right, you buy long term, you're buying a lot of stuff discounted uh, even right now. And two, if you're getting into like day trading, well, it doesn't matter if the market's going up and down, you can make money by shorting a stock or buying a put, you know what I mean? So a lot of people are making money right now, even with the markets going down. So I could see it being potentially a very good thing because more people may be home. Yeah. A good thing for the app, I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for everyone else. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think more people are turning the markets, especially with this uncertainty in kind of the economic in the yeah, US, you know. For sure. I'm just curious on that, but no, Jen, I appreciate you sharing. This has been good. Good insight from someone kind of in the midst of, you know, a launch, which I think is huge for some people out there who are doing the same thing. And they're like, okay, you know, James has gone through this kind of thing. He's you know, overcome this. He's had these struggles. Okay, I'm I'm tracking okay now, and so I appreciate you sharing all that, and look forward to Trade Matrix being out there officially, and then having you back on when it's been launched, and you're like, yeah, and it's just soared, man. Or this is kind of the road we took to get to where we are now. So I'm excited to see how it grows once it's launched. And Pentel Leadership is a parable has five traits, and the fifth one is that everyone's uniquely created with a purpose and potential to leave a positive mark. So I kind of ask this at the end of every episode, and so I'm going to ask you the same question. When everything is said and done for you here on Earth, what do you hope your positive mark is? You know, I just want to, at the end of the day, help people. You know, originally I wanted to be a doctor, and then I studied biochemistry and chemistry, and I got really into kind of like the specifics of it, and I started liking the lab more. And then when I started working in the lab, it wasn't like what I thought it would be. I'll get back to that in a second, but you know, now. I enjoy coding and everyone is trying to get to a point where like they're financially free, right? Not everyone likes to work, you know, unless they really love their job, but you know, everyone needs money. And I'm really hoping with this app, you know, whether people pay others or, or whatnot, I'm really just hoping to provide a platform for people to learn how to make the most out of the money that they're making, right? And then tying into that, you know, later on in life, I'd really like to get back into maybe some of the lab work and really try and help people on less of like an individual level, but like a larger level. You know what I mean? That's really what I'm hoping for, you know, just to make a few people's lives better while here on Earth. 
That's awesome. And that, no, that's really cool, James, and a great mission to be on. And so to be able to have you on the show and connect with you, it's, it's also an amazing thing. But where can people find you off of, you know, listening to this episode so they can hear more about what you're doing, hear more about Trade Matrix and get connected? Yeah, so there's a few ways. So you can go to the website, it's tradematrixinc.com. But really right now, I'm funneling everyone to a Facebook group I created. It's called the Trade Matrix Community. I'm in there every day. I post like watch lists and trade recaps, different trade strategies, kind of the information like people would share in the app. I'm doing it through a Facebook group. And then I provide updates on the app, stuff like this, right? Like if I do a podcast or like I was on the radio station before and kind of post links to that. But that's probably the best way, right? You can go to the website, tradematrixinc.com, and there's actually buttons in there to funnel you to the Facebook group. Or you can just look on Facebook at Trade Matrix Community. It's a group. You know, and I know I said a lot, like a lot of my struggles, right? Like I struggled with this and I struggled with that. And I want people to know it's like, like, I don't want to come off as like, oh, I'm complaining. Right. (laughs) I think like there's a lot of value in honesty and I don't think very many people are honest. You know, people say like, I struggled with this. I struggled with that. But they'll like say it after the fact, Mm -hmm. you know, like I want people to know like what it's like when you're in the middle of it, like what you could do better. and so. I think the only way to do that is for people to say what it's like when they're going through it. Like looking back, I probably wouldn't have done anything differently because now like I know more, right? Like in order to learn, you have to make mistakes, at least for me, like at least in my life. And so I like to share those mistakes with people so that they can hopefully not make the same ones. But I've loved it. You know, I don't even have product yet, but every aspect of it, I have enjoyed being in charge of it and building something to hopefully help people out. But yeah, you know, check out the Facebook group if you guys want to learn more. There's a ton of good information in there. It's Trade Matrix Community. Yeah, you know, we're looking to launch here in the next, hopefully the next few months. That's awesome. So guys, if you're definitely interested in investing, trading, get in that group, just a lot of free value that James is putting out there and I'm excited for this to launch. I think he's doing amazing things and just with his transparency of what he's, you know, learned and in, in the ups and downs along his process so far just shows you that, that he is trying to do something good and he is doing something good and you can trust him. And so, cause like he said, not a lot of people do that. And so I commend him for that. So yeah, get connected to him there in the Facebook group. And James, again, we thank you for being on Pencil leadership today yeah absolutely thank you for having me chris and forward to talking to you again yeah absolutely and if you listen to this make sure you share it maybe you know somebody who's getting into trading investing share it with them let them know that this is out there for them to use because together we can help more people you know james is looking to help people i'm looking to help people and you all listening are looking to help people if we share this we can do that together at a wider range so do that and until next time let's go out and be pencil leaders And thanks so much for tuning into this episode today. If you found value at all from this episode, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It just helps us get this show, these messages out in front of more people. And don't forget to share this with someone who you think could benefit from listening to as well. Now let's go out and be pencil leaders.